Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View. This show celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. And today we got another terrific show. We have Ravi D'Angelo, who's a author and personal trainer trainer in the, in the first half. And then Hayes Johnson, a lawyer and the first municipal court judge for the city of Diamond Head in the second half. But before we go to Robbie, I want to uh, br- bring you in, Kyle, for a second. How are you doing this morning? I am doing good. How are you? Doing well, man, from the, uh, from the uh, nurse center in your, in your living room, uh, running this show. Yes. <laughs> That's how we do it in COVID. I, that's how we do it, man. And I keep changing up my background, trying to find a comfortable way to do this room. And, uh, you know, we're just, we keep, keep trying different stuff, but it's, it's really worked well. And I, as I constantly say on the air, Kyle, thank you so much for, for your help. Um, you know, yesterday was an interesting day. I, I had, uh, you know, a lot going on, but we had a terrific guest yesterday in Jeremy England who is a, uh, a senator from District 51 here in coastal Mississippi. I am so impressed with him. He's uh, one, of the, one of the bright young stars in the Senate. And I had to take my medicine, as you know, in the second half, because in the first half, even though I'm looking at England, I'm saying English. And in 150 shows, I have to pride myself on this one. I haven't done that. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm quick to take my medicine when I need to. Um, Jeremy's last name is England, and uh, I messed it up, but I got it right in the second half. But uh, but I, I was really impressed with him. He he's a su- super humble, s- smart young leader, isn't he? Yes, he is. I was really impressed too. Yeah, it was a, it was a good show, really good show. But anyway, I wanted to once again thank you for your hard work and also uh, take a little bit more medicine because <laughs> I pride myself in getting people's names right, Senator Jeremy. England. If you don't know about him, look him up. You'll be impressed. Very impressed. I was frantically chasing down every bit of research I could find to make sure who was wrong or right. (laughs) Ah, I'm sure you were. You're really good at that. You're really good at that during the show. I appreciate that. So let's uh, let's move on over to my friend Robbie D'Angelo. Robbie, it's been. I, I was a surprise. It's been. We've been having conversations now for four months. This is the fourth time you've been on the show. Uh, on our visit on March the eighteenth, you were one of the last in studio guests we had when COVID started. And I mentioned to you off, offline. I went to went back to listen to that conversation, and I was surprised. I mean, we we uh, we pretty much hit it on what we were in for as as it relates to the pandemic. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it's, and here we are four months later and we're still in the midst of it. <laughs> What's your thoughts about the pandemic? Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like we're, uh, we're shutting back down again and, you know, with everything going on, um, it's just, it's crazy right now because I think we've like, we were looking on the other side of it for about a month and we're saying, Oh, it's getting better. It's getting better. But now all we're hearing is it's getting worse. It's getting worse. So I think like uncertainty is starting to rise again. It is starting to scare people. At least that's what I'm seeing right now. Well, you know what's interesting? We're learning that in America, we like our freedom. 
And we do not like to be told what to do. One of the things that Billy Hughes and I talked about was something that Jeremy England posted. And he said, when a, when a hurricane is coming and people tell you to evacuate, people get in their car and get the heck out of Dodge. But, you know, when COVID's coming, you know, they tell you just to put a face mask on and people want to make it a political gesture of some sort. It's just it's really crazy. But you and I talked about this back then, that there were only certain tools available to us to combat this disease. And those same tools are available today. Social distancing, washing your hands, wearing a face mask, not touching your face, taking care of the vulnerable. It's still the same as it was. And what's interesting about the point you made, as we see the numbers start to creep back up again, is this concern about the hospitals. I mean, the hospitals ultimately decide this. Now, people can say death rate is low and nothing, you know, some people say it compare it to the flu, which obviously is significantly worse than that. But what ultimately matters is what's happening in our in our healthcare facilities. You know, are they overwhelmed? And when they're overwhelmed with COVID, if you have a heart attack or a stroke or a wreck or need you know emergency surgery, you're going to be impacted. And and one of the things that Billy said yesterday is that's where the mortality rate's going to rise because people are um, you know leery about headed to the hospital with this you know this belief that they're full, and in some cases they are full. It's a really concerning moment we're at. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing for me um, that I'm concerned with right now is we're focused on washing our hands. We're focused on, like, look, I mean, my mask is right here. I, I, I wear mine out in public. Um, we're focused on these external things, but, but where are the health officials to talk about, like, actually taking care of the inside of your body? Um, yeah. Because, I mean, where are the health officials talking about your actual immune system? Because, yes, a, a mask helps you from breathing in the virus, but I mean, you still have other membranes that the virus can get into. You're still in situations that it can, you can catch it. So why aren't we being more proactive with our health and our immunity? So heaven forbid you do get it, it's not going to affect you as bad. And we're looking at the comorbidity right now and it's crazy, but that's who's really being affected by this is the people who are already having health problems. That's who's being affected by this the worst. And I'm seeing like the healthy adults, they're getting it and they're able, their immune system's able to fight it off. I, I just, I wish more people in the higher statue would actually be talking about this right now. Well, I tell you what, let's get, we'll go there. I have a couple other things I want to talk about before we go there, but you're right. I mean, um, you know, the stress that this moment has created has, as you and I have discussed in past uh, discussions, it has in some cases challenged people to find this moment as a chance to get healthy. And some people, it's created a lot of stress. And so they may be drinking more than they normally do, or they may be eating more than they normally do. Um, they, you know, they may be doing all kinds of things that harm them. But you know, what you and I can do today is, uh, is reflect back on the kinds of things they could be thinking about that, that could help them begin to sort of start the road again to becoming healthy. Because you're right. I mean, uh, if you're overweight, if you have high blood pressure, you know we all we've all heard these these pre-existing conditions that that can create significant problems with you for for COVID. Let's talk about that and see what we can do. But before we get there, I want to ask you one thing about Miami, and then I want to ask you something about your business. Actually, okay. I saw you were at Miami at the at the Grand in Miami on Key Biscayne. I told you I'm, I spent a, about a year and a half of my life down there, commuting from Biloxi to Miami. It's a it's a wonderful spot, isn't it? It's it's a beautiful place, man. 
I mean, it's it's right on the bay. You're overlooking South Beach. You're overlooking downtown. And I actually went down there for a mastermind um, with a bunch of business guys that I know just to get together, strategically think and create ideas of how we can get through this and, you know, just really make some things happen and all this turbulence we're going through right now. Well, I could see I could, you, you did a couple of your videos from down there, and uh, it was cool. I recognized, as as you know, I sent you the message on Facebook, but I, I recognized the background. Spent a lot of time walking around that little harbor, that little marina downstairs, and over over in the Keep Us Game Marriott. So it's a it's a cool cool place. In fact, the last time my family and I we flew into Miami, and we actually spent the night at, at the Miami excuse me, at the Keep Us Game Marriott before going down to Key West for a week. And, uh, you know, went over to South Beach and had had lunch and dinner and, you know, just, just kind of taken in the place. Uh, I know that actually they have some challenges down there as, you know, currently with with COVID. And uh, I'm sure that you probably saw people trying to, you know, be, be wary uh, as you as you visited there. Was that the case? Yeah, I mean, the biggest difference I noticed, like, down there, um, in Miami first here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast is in Miami, if you're not wearing a mask, you get dirty looks. And actually, they have policies if you're out in public that you get fined for not wearing a mask. Um, and all the restaurants like even had disposable masks that if you didn't have one on that you had to wear in. Um, so they were taking it a lot more serious down there. Just because, I mean, and really it started because the numbers were just shot through the roof in a hurry. So they had to take a lot of precautions. And yeah, you see a lot. You see a lot of people down there just being really smart about what's going on right now. I, you know what we what we know is that the numbers that we're seeing today are sort of a, a lagging indicator of what may have happened two or three weeks ago. That's just the way this works. Right. I talked to Doctor Conger, the infectious disease doctor, yesterday actually, and he said that he's hoping that it's plateaued and that you know hopefully we'll get things under control. We need to. You know, and my wife was out shopping yesterday uh, at the grocery store, and usually you see some defiant ones in the group, but she said literally everybody in the store had face masks on. So that's a good sign. Hopefully we continue to move in that direction, and we'll uh, we'll get on the other side of this again. We just have to constantly be focused on flattening the curve, which means everyone's got to take personal responsibility for protecting yourself and your family. And if you do that, if everyone does that, we'll get this thing under control. And one other thing, Robbie, well, I haven't really talked, we've talked about how to help others. But when we come back from the break, I want to ask you to tell me about your business. I bet because you do a lot of personal training, I bet business is pretty good right now. But I'm, I'm just speculating about that. So I want to hear about your business model and your business. And then we'll shift gears and talk to people about how they might be able to begin to take some steps to uh, to lead a healthier lifestyle than themselves. So when we come back, this is Robbie D'Angelo. He's a personal trainer and author and a really good friend to, to, uh, to coach you. And we'll be back after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 